One Nation Senator Pauline Hanson joins us each and every Tuesday morning around this time. Good morning, Pauline. Good morning, Marcus. Really nice to talk to you. Vaccination passports, they're becoming more and more, uh, well, talked about each and every day by our decision makers. I know that One Nation definitely are against them. What's yes, your thoughts? Yeah, what's your thoughts on it? Haven't changed my views about it whatsoever. Yeah. To, I think it's against a person's civil liberties and especially some of these businesses saying, well, listen, if you're going to work for us, you're going to have to have your vaccination. Uh, I think that's um, against a person's civil rights and liberties. Uh, under the Australian Constitution, Section 5123A of the Australian Constitution, yeah. it states what the government can make laws for in, in good governance for the people. Mm-hmm. And it states hospital benefits and it states medical and dental. Yep. As long as it doesn't give the authorised them to make civil conscription, that means support. That means forcing people. That's why the question on floor of Parliament and the Attorney General has come out and said yeah. that they will not be forcing people to have the vaccination because they can't under the Constitution. They can't, and it can't be challenged in the High Court. Well, I but think what that's... they're putting that onto the workers is yeah. the employers that if they force their people to actually look at this legislation in New South Wales, mm. if they get their their um, employees to have the vaccination, the full indemnity is going to be on the employers. So if that person gets sick or eventually dies while they're sick, yeah. they have to pay them that compensation. They have to pay their wages. Yeah, so that's why uh, I would imagine this this whole idea of vaccine passports, in other words, you know, uh, vaccines to an order to you have to have it otherwise you know no jab no job that's why i think it is headed to a court showdown there's no doubt about it that's where it will head eventually well i think so too and i tell you what i'm going to wait and see what they come out with this vaccine passport and i've spoken to mark latham about this and um we're adamant to the fact that people's rights should not be taken away from the freedom of movement as they want to as it's indicated under the constitution so we're going to wait and see what comes out with vaccine passports, and I will take up the challenge. I will hopefully get the people's support to take it to the High Court to challenge it. I think that uh, people, even those people that have had the vaccines now, mm. you know, you still got locked down, you're still locked away. There, the infection rate is high, but the death rate is ridiculous compared to some people with infections, and that's the only ones that they have tested. So as other countries are realising that you have to learn to live with this. And what I'm annoyed about is in the month of June, the Prime Minister allowed 20,000 visa holders into the country. Since April last year, it's been 164,000. Now, he's still allowing people into the country that we know the virus must be coming by that way and they can't control the quarantine section of it. So because yeah. people are still coming in the country, mm. this is why this premiers the drop of the hat are closing the border so he can't have it both ways he can't keep allowing people in the country and allowing the premiers to shut down the borders you you have it you know you call a complete shut to the borders people have the opportunity to have vaccination they actually then when we get the vaccination rate up you have an open date that's it no more closure of the borders well I've, I've got a copy of your media release here 1.67 million People have flooded into Australia during the COVID-19 pandemic. Australia's international border should be closed until Christmas to protect the nation from variants of COVID-19, which the government claims are more dangerous. You say Prime Minister Scott Morrison should shut the international border or kiss his government goodbye. More than 1.67 million people have flooded into our country during the COVID-19 pandemic, while Australians themselves are virtually imprisoned in their own states and in their own homes, Pauline. 
That's right. Well, that's the case. You can't have both ways. So mm. the premiers are not listening to him. We don't have a national cabinet. That's a load, that's a load of hogwash because they're not listening and working together. So the premiers are still doing whatever they want to do. Yeah. So for one person in Cairns that has the coronavirus, taxi driver, they shut down the, the city for, for three days. Yep. The lockdowns that you're going through in New South Wales is ridiculous. Mm. The impact it's having on people's health. Children are actually um, now on antidepressants. Yes. People are on antidepressants. People that are dying. People can't even have their test for cancer or treatment for cancer. So this is ridiculous. So people die because they can't have the, the surgeries that they need and they're worrying about infection rates that you might be infected, but that does not necessarily mean you're a death. We have more things to worry about. People learn to live with it. Go and have your vaccination or you make your choice, yeah. but then we learn to live with it. Because that's one thing I just wanted to clear up this morning with you. Um, one Nation aren't anti-vax, and Malcolm Roberts has even made this quite clear to me. He says it's all about consent. So, uh, in other words, people should be able to have a choice. They should be able to make the decision rather than it be mandated for them. And look, as I know, uh, quite obviously, you've got a lot of support on this. Look, it's the only way to go. You can't take away people's rights and the thoughts that, you know, as I've said about myself and other people, no one knows my body better than me, okay? And I've been, managed to take good care of myself and I've been fortunate to have good health all my life. Now, I'm going to make that decision myself and what I put in my body. I've never had two vaccines. Will I've you never get, had the shots. Will you get a COVID-19 vaccination, Pauline? Will no, you get, I won't. You won't? No, okay. I definitely will not. I'm not going to be coerced in it too. I won't be bullied. I won't be paid. I won't be threatened. Yeah. And that's what it is. People are getting sick and tired treated as uh, in any states that they think they know best than... What, what, about, we do. what about if it becomes mandatory for you in order to... It won't become mandatory. I'm telling you, they will not put that jab in my arm. But what about if they say, well, Pauline, if you're not vaccinated, you're not welcome in Parliament House? They can't because it's uh, under the Constitution have the right to actually but go do, to Parliament But they're going House. to do it in they other businesses. They're already doing it in, uh, <laughs> in health uh, areas in New South Wales. No jab, and you can't people, work in a nursing home. No jab. Well, I'll tell you what's happening. Yeah. People, are, people are actually refusing to throw in their jobs because they're forced to have this. We have uh, we don't have enough health workers in the country, so they sure. want to think twice about this. Fair if enough. they're going to force people to have it, you won't have the workers. And this is what's happening around the world. So they can't have it both ways. And people's rights, people's health. Yep. If I get sick, mm-hmm. Marcus, are you going to come look after me? Are you going to pay my bills? Are you going to put a roof on my head? Yeah. Yep. No. no, I get the point. Uh, look, and to be perfectly honest... I, I tend to agree with you, uh, but I, I believe it's a, it's a discussion that uh, people should have with their doctors. And look, there is hesitancy out there, but it drops. It has been dropping. Look, they say that only 11% of Australians won't get a COVID-19 jab. That'll still place us in the high 80s, which means herd immunity, and it means that we can get on with life as per normal. Marcus, don't you, don't you think that at 20% that people are reluctant to have it? I know of some people that said I was forced to have it. Mm. They didn't want to have it, but they were forced to have it. Yeah. And that means you've got to have a jab every year because the variants yeah, the change. Yeah, of course. The boost and the variants change. So when is it ever going to end? And when are they going to give me the guarantee? They said it's when it gone through a test. No, it hasn't. It's only been introduced last year. So where should test for the long term for two or five years down the track the impact it's going to have on your body? Yep. What's the impact is it going to have on women who want to have children? Mm-hmm. 
So these are things that haven't been answered, and I question. If we've got 15,000 malpractices a year in this country from doctors yep. and what they recommend to people, do you trust them? I don't, yep, and I've been enough. upfront about it.